Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's Candace and Kayla, and we are directionally challenged. Yep, we thought we'd have it all figured out by the time we're in our 30s. But surprise, we don't. We don't. <laughs> and that's okay. We have a treat of an episode for you guys today. I mean, this episode is one that Candace and I have been really excited to record because, you know, we get asked a lot of questions, but some of the questions we're asked the most are about acting and about how to become an actor. What does being an actor look like? So we thought, who better to sit down and talk to than with two women who are going viral right now on Instagram with their hashtag booked Instagram account. Lanisa Frederick and Daniel Pinnock are hilarious. They have a groundbreaking online series examining the joys and misfortunes of being an actress of color in the entertainment industry. And it's a hilarious conversation where Kayla, you and I get to also jump in with some of our ridiculous audition experiences. I mean, there's so many of them. But for those of you who, you know, might not really know a lot about the acting world, we're going to give you just a little rundown of it before we start our conversation so that you get what is happening and what is being discussed. So I guess let's break down what an actual audition process is like. This is not during COVID. This is a normal audition process. You will usually get an email from your agent or manager. And in that email, there will be what they call sides. And that is just a part of the script that has your character in it. And it's usually sometimes a couple of pages, four or five pages. Sometimes it can be 12 pages. Um, but it's a slice of the script that you can show them your talent. And then you are given a time and an address where you will show up and you will be dressed like the character. Um, so if you are auditioning to be a nurse, some people show up in full nurse outfits. If you're going to be an FBI agent, some people show up in a full FBI agent suit. Um, Lanisa and Danielle have a hilarious sketch in which they are auditioning for 
Handmaid's Tale and <laughs> and it's the idea of showing up in full Handmaid's Tale garb. Um, and that really happens in audition rooms. So you go into your audition, you're sitting in a waiting room where everyone is essentially dressed the same and looks the same and everyone is reading their lines to themselves or listening to music or trying not to listen in to the audition that's happening in the secret room uh, with the casting director. And, you know, at that point you get into the room and you hope you don't bomb. And boy, do we have some stories where some of us bomb. Sometimes you do a great job and you end up getting the role, which is amazing. But the truth is, as an actor, the real work is trying to get a job. Once you get the job, life is a little bit easier. It's a little more fun. And that is truly it's you know, it's just not easy. It's not easy to be an actor, but we love it so much. And so we have some of our best times and some of our worst times within this conversation um and then you know now that it's a pandemic life is completely different and we're at home auditioning and via zoom and putting ourselves on tape and all of this stuff so it's just a, the wild wild west and a crazy ride so without further ado please enjoy our conversation with lanisa frederick and danielle pinnock of hashtag booked we are so excited to be talking to you guys thank you so much lanisa frederick danielle pinnock Oh my gosh, from hashtag booked, we get emails all the time from specifically like more young women asking us like, how do we break into the industry? We want to be actors. We want to be actresses. Like, what do we do? And um, especially in the year 2020, just like the absurdity of these, these careers that we all have and, and how we go about um, continuing to work within them while there's a pandemic. Right. I mean, I didn't think that acting could get weirder. Like the, the <laughs> like journey of trying to get a job could get even more bizarre, but it has. Yes, it has. Yeah. <laughs> so are you guys doing at home auditions right now? Be yeah. Zoom or like recording. Do you guys do like those weird commercial ones where I mean, because we have have so many good stories. What are some of your favorites that you've done since quarantine has started? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I just did one. And I was so pissed I was released because I was like, do y'all know what I went through? <laughs> Actually, I have two. And Danielle knows this first one. Not a lot of people knows, know this one as uh, first one as well. Uh, this was in July. Uh, did the audition. It was insane. My roommate was like, why are you standing on the toilet playing the guitar? Why are you in the bathtub reading? Because it was for some, I don't know, mom trying to escape kind of, you know, all this mom is escaping. So she goes to the bathroom. Right, right. <laughs> all those crazy ones. Put together everything, edit it. I was up here like editing. I was like, yes, this is my masterpiece. Turned it in. Got a call back. Booked it. Hold on. Booked it. The same day I get a call from my doctor who said, you have COVID. No. <gasps> yep. No. <laughs> That's it. Oh. You get the vid. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Okay. Of course. So, for, first of all, are you okay? How are I'm, you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> I am fine. I'm very blessed that I had like a week of a cold, it felt like. Okay. Like allergy cold. And then it was a day I went hiking, social distance hiking with a friend. And I was like, you know, I can't smell nothing today. And he goes, bitch, you got COVID. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Danielle's like, will you get a test? I'm like, girl, I'm literally I'm screaming. Screaming I'm into she's never listening. <laughs> so I want to know how that phone call was with your agent then to be like, so here's the deal. Right. I couldn't get a hold of my agent, so I called casting directly. My agent was on some crazy call all day. And so I called casting directly and I was like, look, y'all, I just need to let somebody know. Oh my gosh. And they were so cool. They were like, don't worry. We got you. You okay? It's fine. We'll call you back. Sorry you booked it, but then didn't. Sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> But and yeah. that's the thing, too, is, you know, people are like, oh, just throw something on tape real fast. And you're like, no, it's a, we are our own editors now. Mm -hmm. We can put music in the background. You can put a filter on it. You can like try there's so much that we feel like we have to do in order to get the job. Yeah. And I can't yeah. believe you went through that whole gauntlet of all of that work and were your own DP, were your own editor, were your own like everything, wardrobe stylist, makeup artist, hair, hair artist, oh. and all of that. And then you didn't you weren't able to do the job. 
can do it. And that's really hard. And honestly, it's really hard to book a job, period. Like that's there. It is so difficult to get a job nowadays. I mean, our industry is basically not happening anymore. Although it does seem like people are back into production, right? Danielle, you just started back, right? Yes. On your show. And it literally, when I tell y'all, Walking onto the lot, it felt like I was in like the Men in Black, like or some CIA movie because <laughs> it's like you get in, you got to show a green a green screen that shows that you're cleared to be on the lot. So everybody has their masks on. You're like the screen's green. They're like, <laughs> so then they let you in, and it's just like people in hazmat suits, masks. There's like medical centers on the lot, but the thing is because. Being on the lot already for me is because I just started doing TV like in 2016. I've been doing theater for so long. It's already such a magical experience, but it's even more hilarious because they have these huge set pieces of old New York. And it's like all these COVID testings oh, yeah. happening like by the White House. <laughs> or like by old New York. And they're like, hey, time for your swab. And you're like, okay, right, cool. I'm in Tribeca. <laughs> oh, the irony of a COVID testing site by the quote unquote White House. I know. Exactly. I know. Exactly. But it's been fun. It's been great being back. And I'm um, I just, I, everyone is safe and sound. And to be honest, I think I feel safer than ever being on set now because we are getting tests so rapidly, but it's been awesome. I think one of my weirdest though, uh, auditions or bookings was there's a ton of voiceover happening right now. Right. So like I booked an animation and I'm now like working out of my closet and I didn't realize like <laughs> how hot my closet is. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember there was this guy, this producer, and he was like, hey, um, hey, so there's there's like, is there somebody laying on your shelf? And I was like, what are you talking about? And I look back and all my wigs are like out in a box. And I was like, sir, look, this is the setup that you're getting. <laughs> I know this is probably real ghetto right now. Nobody's on my shelf. That is just my curly, wet and wavy wig. That's it. <laughs> Uh, I love it. Your homes in such a weird way, like these weird, you know, these major casting directors were on Zoom now, and right, it's wild. It's wild. It's kind of like Wizard of Oz pulling back the drape, and you realize, (laughs) oh, like all these intimidating elements of what was the audition room, and walking into these like big, scary corporate buildings or these like tiny offices, and you know, where you're just so eager to please this casting director to be like, please book me for this job. And then now you're just getting this glimpse into everyone's home. And you're like, well, I guess this is like the most vulnerable we're ever going to be in a professional setting. It's insane. Um, And the show we're talking about is Young Sheldon for our listeners who are like, what show? Yeah. So obviously wonderful show. Everyone loves it. Well, we want to go right back from the start um, before we kind of dive more into hashtag booked, uh, which is just been gaining popularity like crazy. Um, You both are trained theater actors And that is not something Kayla nor I can say. So it's very, very impressive. Um, When did you both start acting? How old were you? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So so I would say I was forced into acting as a kid in the sixth grade play. Oh, dang. My mom, it was a single mom, and she was like, you need an after-school activity because I need to <laughs> So we did this horrible production of Aladdin and the Wonderful Magical Lamb that, like, my sixth grade English teacher decided she was going to write. So she, we... <laughs> I love how the teacher's going to write, write? write the plays. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Wrote the entire <laughs> script, the whole score. She was like, these are my Broadway dreams coming to existence. <laughs> So she cast me as Jafar's evil sister, um, Halima. What? Completely politically incorrect production. Like now we would be so canceled. But thinking back on it, it's so funny because I was just looking at pictures of it recently and we had to all buy our own costumes because my school was ghetto as hell. So we went to, my mom went to Party City and my grandmother was like, you know, those like harem girl outfits where it's like, yes, my grandma was like, nope, you're not having bellies out in sixth grade. So she literally put me in this all black leotard with black tights. So like when I walked out on stage, like I looked like something out of the Matrix. Like I was all <laughs> literally all blacked down. 
<laughs> but that was like my first little play and the first one for like coins was probably i think in like 2008 it was a production of broadway <laughs> which is huge that's, that's a lot of progress yeah. there <laughs> right you can you can start it start it from the bottom Literally, yeah. <laughs> I did this community. I've always been like performing in some way, like, all right, ballet or tap dance. But I remember, I don't know what happened, but I lost all my friends in third grade. Like literally <laughs> no one would talk to me anymore. <laughs> I was like, when I think back, I'm like, what did I do that I lost all my friends? So I, I had that too, but I collected porcelain dolls. So I think that that's where it was rooted in. Just a whole room full of like terrifying, creepy porcelain dolls. <laughs> and I know exactly the ones you're talking about too. The faces mm-hmm. are like, yeah. yeah. I know exactly what we're talking about. But I started reading more and hanging out at the library and the library and I'm from Cincinnati originally. And they had like community production plays. So I was like, I can do this. I'll show all the friends that ditched me that I can be on stage. And I played the bailiff in this play. (laughs) They had me in a whole security guard outfit in third grade. (laughs) And I was like, this is it, y'all. This is it. And just, I remember being like, ooh, so if I do a play, my parents pay attention and I get flowers and we get to go to Frisch's afterwards. That's mm-hmm. my after. Mm-hmm. Literally Which, doing it for the perks. Right. Which in, in hindsight, like doing that sort of theater when you're young does give you confidence. It You do have to like, you know, learn how to be in front of people, which is not something kids in sixth grade are typically comfortable right. with. So it is really good. It's good. Danielle, your mom threw you in it. And Lanisa, <laughs> you threw yourself into it. And I feel like it's important to do. It's just different as an adult now because, right. you know, I really didn't picture myself dressed in a ho- hoochie dress running down Sunset Boulevard when I'm 34 years old, you know, <laughs> like getting honks. You know, It's just one of those things where you're just like, wow, this yeah, this is my job. OK, right. this, I'm, I'm doing my best. I'm trying to make a dollar. And yep. sometimes it's really fun. And other times it's really not fun. And I think there's a self-esteem issue that happens when you're constantly auditioning all the time and you're sitting in a room with people who look exactly like you, except they're just a little thinner. They're just their boobs are just a little bigger. They're just a little friendlier. They're a little more talented. They're a little, and then you just realize it gets into your head. Do you guys have anything that helps you with those types of situations? Is there anything you do that you found works? Probably music for me. Mm. I rely a lot on music, like, or even not even playing headphones, actually not even the music, the headphones. Like if I'm going into a space specifically, not if I'm at home, because you know, you're doing your own thing there. But if you, I have outside influences, that pressure, it does get to you. And I'll, mm-hmm. you know, you will see people that you know, or see, you start going down that rabbit hole. So I put on my headphones and just be playing like I'm jamming out just so mm-hmm. I can focus. And don't talk to me. Let me focus. Just focus on the job at hand. Yeah. And I would say, like, for Lenny and I, we both met in Chicago at the Goodman Theater. So theater auditions are very different from television auditions, and especially in Chicago, because it's, like, the same, like, 15, 20 actors. So it's like we all know each other. (laughs) And we all know... It's only, like, five casting directors in Chicago. So it's like when we go to auditions, it would be, like, a party where it's like, hey, Sarah, Oh, that's so fun. It's a real community. It's a real community. But it's like when I got here, the pressure was on. And something that Lanisa always says that has me, like, kills me. And she's like, L.A. is the acting Olympics. Because you can Mm. be next to... Um, the entire cast of Living Single that you grew up watching and like a YouTuber that has 25 million followers mm-hmm. and then someone that just did background but knows the cast and director. So it's like, <laughs> it really is anybody's game. Um, for me personally, I'm a hallway girl. I will stay in the hallway until <laughs> the end of time. And I always go, because I used to be an audition monitor <laughs> for a very oh. long time with actors equity. So I'll just hit up the monitor and be like, hey, sis, I'm out in the hallway when they call me, just, just come get me. Yeah. Because the shenanigans in Los Angeles, people will try to talk to you to psych you out. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause we have more visibility with hashtag booked. People be like, 
this is a sketch, right? Y'all gonna put this in a sketch. <laughs> and I'm like, sis, I'm trying to get ready for mom number three that lost her son <laughs> in the crash. Yeah. Okay, let me get in the headspace. So it's like all kinds of weird stuff happening, but I'm a, I stay in that hallway when I tell mm-hmm. you. <laughs> I have to learn to do that too. I, I, I think I told you, Danielle, one of my first auditions when I moved here was, I don't know how I got called in. Everybody in that room was 65 and older. And I had to, and I love them. And it was like every classic old black actor you've ever seen in every movie. And none of them knew how to work the electronic sign-in. Oh, oh. My entire audition waiting period was like, yes, ma'am. You just, all right, what's your name? All right. <laughs> I became the monitor. <laughs> no, it's fine. I got in that room and bombed it. I, I was like, well, I don't know nothing anymore. <laughs> You're the monitor and Danielle comes in. She's like, hey, yo, I'm going to be in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Like, hey. <laughs> yeah, there is nothing worse than getting into, I think, an audition waiting room and knowing anyone in the room. Like, that is my nightmare. Like, I don't want to say hello. I don't want to catch up. Like, please don't talk to me. And then when the walls are so paper thin, you can hear every single person's audition. And the worst is when someone goes into the casting director and it's as if they like grew up together. They're like, oh my God, how's your dog Penny? And like, did you love that lasagna the other week? How funny was that when the milk came out of so-and-so? And And you're like, are you guys hanging out? Like, what is... When they're like best friends. Like my third audition in LA... It was uh, something I think I like on the Fox lot, which you already know is like a journey in itself. Oh my like, gosh. We need to have a moment to talk about that. Talk a bridge. It's so much going on there. For, like, for our listeners, you have to, you have to park off lot. Then you have to hop on a bus, ride the bus to the studio, then get in the studio. And then once you're in the studio, you have to walk about two and a half miles to no, your audition room. And it's sometimes true. it's a hundred degrees and you are so sweaty <laughs> when you finally get there. Yeah. And sometimes it's raining for the first time yeah. ever in LA and they shut down the bus and you are cursing yourself soaking wet and you show up after 40 minutes of hiking through the rain literally. to it read is, two lines. It is literally the, y'all Fox y'all got y'all got to get that together bro. <laughs> I'm serious. Yo, I have literally walked in their sweat like, auditions literally sweating like Usain Bolt because it's like I've got all my 10,000 steps I've closed my apple rings like it's insane and I remember this one time we were all in this like trailer a lot of these auditions happened in this trailer little trailers and it was like 20 black girls in there range, ranging from like child actor to Cecily Tyson like it was just like all this range of women and this one girl went in and they were like, Danielle, you're up next. And they, her and the casting director were living their best lives. And we all heard it. And then at the end of her audition, she's like, you know what? Um, can you just give me your agent's number? Let me just call them right now. This, you got it. You got it. And <laughs> the upheaval that happened in the room because we all heard her book, literally book it in the room. I... I can't even tell you the foolishness that happened. People were like, are you kidding? Oh my, I've been here. I drove all the way from Inglewood and I've been here for four and a half hours. And she, that girl came out the room and people were so shady to her. And they were like, Danielle, you're up next. And I'm like, is there really a point? Can we just use this as a general meeting at this point? We yeah. all heard. <laughs> I was so irked, y'all. But so didn't hurt. you in the moment, weren't you in the moment like, oh, I'm next. Oh, hi. How are you? And you walk in the room like nothing happened. And it's just Literally. the worst feeling. You're like dying inside. Yep. I Literally. hate that. Ugh. <sighs> it's the worst. Okay. Well, speaking of, do you guys have an, a worst audition experience? Like the absolute one you think of that makes you cringe that you might make you stay awake at night Mm. it's a hard one uh this is not as an actor but i used to be a casting director in chicago at a theater company and i this is it makes me cringe to this day i teach at a college and i always tell my students this horror story and say what not to do this this baby came in with a monologue in which she was pregnant in it and she literally took off her shoes got on the floor her dress hiked up 
and started acting as if she was having a baby during the, the monologue. It was for Color Museum, Danielle. For wait, <laughs> so, wait a minute. Wait yeah. a minute. So if you know, if your listeners know George C. Wolf, The Colored Museum, an iconic play in the Black diaspora, it's amazing. There's a whole monologue about this woman as baby having a child and she's yes. birthing a watermelon. She yes. gets on the ground and did a full eight minute. And I'm a bad casting director because I didn't stop it. I wanted to see the train wreck. <laughs> Meanwhile, the director is hitting me like, if you have to stop this. And I was like, no, no. And then she got up and was like, so do you, do you guys call me or do I? She actually said that line. And I'm like, people say that? Oh, God. We're like, baby, we'll, wow. call, you. we'll call you. Yeah. Kyle left her shoes in the room. So while we're cracking up laughing because she didn't got barefoot, she comes fucking oh, back in and she sees us laughing. And I'm just like... Oh, girl, we were talking about, you know, real housewives. No, no, no. It was pretty tragic. It was that's one of my horror. I think it wasn't me, but one of those horror, like, oh, my God, actors actually do this. Oh, God. That's terrible. Oh, that's bad. That's really bad. Oh, no. Bad auditions. I can't even count. That's the thing. It's like when you're... this for so long between theater i had an audition where i fell off the stage mm. before like i literally yeah. like, Wait, oh, in no. my monologue i was like really giving you like shakespearean classics <laughs> and i got so into it y'all and fell off <laughs> oh my god oh my gosh and i was like it's all good like it's totally fine i was good for xanadu i fell (laughs) in that i was on roller skates fell in the xanadu (laughs) audition because i do not roller skate did they make they made you wear roller skates for the xanadu audition in the audition y'all like they're like bring your skates so i was like boom got it so oh i rent my skates literally from the little rental center down the street and i was like going into new york and i'm like yup i'm on the <laughs> like just so hyped haven't skated since i was 12 years old but i'm like i'm gonna book it i got it like this is how just like the ignorant confidence that i used to have back in the day Got into that thing, child. I couldn't even get through the first song. <laughs> I glided in. <laughs> you know, I glided into the producer's name. <laughs> it was such a mess. I was like, Xana, do Oh, <laughs> my God. And literally <laughs> fell out. Like, something on your special skills that you can't do. Don't do it. Don't do, do it. it. You will play yourself. Truly. Don't do it. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, there's just too many. That's what I feel like ends up happening. It's just like way too many. And I usually, I'm like, it's been a minute since I've had like some consistent work. So I just feel like they've all been pretty bad at this point. (laughs) Because it's just like, well... I have one specific that will always haunt me. I uh, sometimes wear the clip-in extensions in my hair, right? And so the scene was like, you know, someone who's like bawling their eyes out and like really upset. And I stuck my hands in my hair and my extension got stuck on my ring. Shut up. And it and it for real like flew and landed on the floor. <gasps> and oh at that point, God. I'm like, do I do I do I keep going or do I like stop and pick it up or do I leave it on the on the floor and I just left it on the floor but then it's like an entity in the room and all anyone's doing is staring at it they don't yeah. they're not looking at me anymore so then I like casually walk over as I'm saying the lines and like pick it up and put it in my pocket except I realize I don't have pockets I'm wearing a dress oh. and I'm like what the fuck and I'm just like holding it in my hand worst hands down worst audition experience. I think I sat in my car and just cried I was just oh. like what is what what is life right now just because you know you're like you put yourself out there and then yeah. you just are a complete disaster that's so. a good one now that's, that's a good one that one haunts me still to this day oh, it's interesting so crazy. what they expect of you in like a an office room it's you know i understand that you're so s- supposed to suspend you know imagine reality and reality and like use your imagination but there's so many times especially auditioning for like horror movies where it's like you know all of a sudden she's thrown against the wall and being choked out by a ghost and you're <gasps> literally just 
you know, being like, okay, hi, my name is Candace. I'm ready to start reading. And you're just screaming like, get your hands off me. Like, and then the line is like, gurgle, gurgle. She can't breathe. And you're just like pounding yourself against a wall, like gurgling and passing out. And you're like, thank you so much. Like, have, have a great Thursday. Have a great day. Have a great day. <laughs> there was one where, there was one where, they wanted it was a scene where it for a procedural where it was a woman who was in labor in active labor about to have a baby and then a a cop bursts in to tell her that her husband might die and then she starts crying because her husband's dying and then she pushes out the baby while she's talking <laughs> and, and there's like interactions throughout the whole thing and it was also like three pages so this all happens within a minute of each other. And I was just like, none of this makes sense. As someone who's had a baby, like this is not how it works. I have issues with it. I find myself arguing with so yeah. many scripts yeah. to try to like bring yeah. it to reality. And then there's this poor woman in the waiting room who's like sweating. And she's like, sorry guys, I just had a baby three weeks ago. So my milk just came in. I was like, can you just get the part? Like, can we just give her the part yeah. and I'll go home? Cause this is just, this too is much. already wild. It's too much. Oh. The writer's room. That's the thing. They got it. They really got to like sit down and like Google. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> like sometimes it's really solid, but other times it's like, just ask a few folks, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just ask, just ask a couple of people. That's Put it, it on a Facebook, you know, post. Yeah, Facebook post. Just be like, would this really happen? Email yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey guys, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back in just a minute. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. It's time to get more in 2024. I know for me, one of my goals is to feel really strong this year. And honestly, so far, so good. Because that's where 310 Nutrition comes in. It's helping me and our listeners in the new year with protein and super rich food products with so many options and flavors. Right now I have the chocolate bliss and caramel sundae and they are both so (laughs) delicious. I have to hide them from my husband so that he doesn't steal them too. They're a triplex protein blend. Plant-based proteins that include pea, brown rice, and pumpkin that leave me feeling full. 310 Nutrition also has a hydrate electrolyte drink mix. My favorite is the peach mango flavor. 
So not only am I hydrating and drinking water, I have an electrolyte blend, vitamin blend, and it's sugar-free. With one stick of Hydrate Mix into 16 ounces of water, and it can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water. Thank you. This way I can keep my resolution, keep feeling strong, have greater focus, feel refreshed, and maintain my hydration without having to drink as much. One of my favorite refreshing water enhancers they have is the lemonade flavor. It gives me energy. This one's also sugar-free. It's used with real lemons and it's pH balanced. And this also offers the same hydration as two to three bottles of water. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code CHALLENGED and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products that you know you'll use and will help you keep your resolution. So go to 310nutrition.com and use the code CHALLENGED right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310-nutrition.com and use code CHALLENGED. It's all the good stuff your body needs in flavors you crave. So be healthier effortlessly. We have to talk about hashtag booked because this is something so brilliant. Speaking of writers rooms, you guys are now your own writers and you're creating your own content. And at a time when it's really hard to find any inspiration, how do you guys find the funny in a time that feels so bleak? Honestly, <laughs> like, it, you know, let me tell you something like our followers are so ride or die. And they bring us so much life and so much joy to get through this pandemic. Like Lanisa and I will be on Zoom and we've really had to figure out how to make this work because we were in person probably like three times a week right. <laughs> at mm -hmm. one point um, in between, you know, teaching full time and being on set and voiceovers and all of the other extracurricular things that we have in our life. And when um, COVID happened, I was on set. <laughs> And we were like <laughs> gracefully taken off set by these people in hazmat suits. And the next day, Lanice, were, we were meeting and then the L.A., um, the rule went in place that we all had to stay at home. So we were like, what are we going to do? So that night we filmed like six hours of material yeah. so we could just kind of hold on to it for the rest of the you know the rest of the spring some of the summer but we like um, the rest of the world we've had to figure it out we've had to adapt in this weird way um but i would say like the followers really are the major key like they really make this thing keep going and you know some there are days where it really is hard like when George Floyd <laughs> happened and there was this ex ex extraordinary uh, like global unrest and Breonna Taylor and we've had to adapt our content because we're both two black women and there that was not a time where we felt like we could just be laughing and putting out stuff about self hates. Exactly. Finding the balance. And I think just being the transparency that we both have with each other and it'll be like, Danielle, nothing's funny right now. Exactly. <laughs> She'll be like, yes, I know. So <laughs> let, how else can we use now our platform? Because we do have such a loyal following, but I think it's the honesty and just being like, stuff ain't funny y'all. And mm -hmm. we need to recognize that and just take a pulse of where we are. Because mm -hmm. I think as actors, as you know, influencers or whatever you want to call them, we're always like, okay, what's next? Go, 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 go. But mm -hmm. not taking a step back and be like, how am, how am I doing? How are exactly. you doing? What's going on? So even those check-ins, I find really helpful because it's like, we, it's a lot going on. <laughs> pandemic. It's a lot going on. <laughs> it's a whole pandemic. We, I don't want to ignore that. We don't want to yeah. ignore that. What is the most common thing you get from your followers as far as like messages or emails, especially from other black actresses who um, are frustrated, who have been frustrated for a very long time and who are feeling seen by the sketches that you guys put out that are hilarious, but also <laughs> commenting on things that are very frustrating? Well, I think what you said um, that feels seen. So, every, you know, the comments, I feel like the biggest comment we get is, oh, my God, I feel seen. Oh, my God, that happens to me, whether it's like you get on set and they only get uh, alabaster for the makeup. Or yeah. They're like, yeah. oh, we're going to spray this rave in your hair and yeah. hopefully that'll do something. So those kind of situations, it's nice to hear because, you know, I think individually we felt like we're we had each other to chat with, but 
it was always that thing of like, are we allowed to say this now? Is this okay? Mm. okay? Do Are we oh. going to get blacklisted? What's happening? And so to hear so many other people be so supportive and say, oh my gosh, I feel seen is to me, that's my biggest joy there. Yeah. Being able to have that voice in that capacity. Yeah. And we right. launched hashtag booked in 2018. So to see, I mean, how it's grown based on that. I mean, we started off with like 15 followers and they were all like our closest friends. (laughs) Um, And I think our first sketch was about uh, cardigans because we were one night, we were just talking about how, why at every commercial audition when we're going in for young moms, we always have to wear a cardigan. cardigan. (laughs) What is that like? Who wears those anymore? Really? Literally. I was like, I don't know any young moms in my life that are literally wearing like a Sears and Robux cardigan. (laughs) But I was like, what is this unspoken rule amongst actors and like casting? So we, that was a first sketch and we didn't think that like anybody was really going to take to it. We just did it because we needed an outlet at that time like we right. just moved to los angeles and um you know we it was during a time where we weren't booked <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and we just wanted to find that outlet in the industry because there are a ton of microaggressions when it comes to black women as we know you know all the conversations that are coming out with hair and makeup and pay you know mm-hmm. um so anything that can make us laugh we're also both second city girls so anything that could literally just like bring tears to our eyes. Like, I think the, the great thing about Lanisa's eye is like, we really, really work well together. And it is rare to find that person that like speaks your language without even speaking, especially when it comes to improv. And I think we really were blessed to have found each other. And like, we really did luck out because even in a business sense, because now it's like our business is now put to the test of like, how do you survive in a pandemic? And even with that, we've been able to thrive. So it's been an amazing time. I mean, this pandemic is wild, <laughs> but it's been great to stay creative and also to put smiles on people's faces. Danielle, you talk about how you don't want the industry to Jenny Craig, this um, Black Lives Matter movement. What can you tell us what that means? <laughs> Literally. Okay. So when all of the, the marches and protests were happening, Everybody went on Instagram and social media and they put these black squares up. I don't know who said put the black square up, but like the industry was like, yeah, this is how I'm going to show solidarity. And I'm like, you're the same person that told me I look, I could look like a great crackhead because I had great <laughs> my hair. Like I've had casting directors say, and agents say the craziest things to me. And I'm like, And y'all got these black squares up for like 48 hours. Like, what is that actually doing? So I really feel like if the industry does want to change, I didn't want them to use like our, you know, our, like the turmoil that we were going through almost like a bad diet. Right. (laughs) You know, it's like, we're on for a bit and okay, nobody's talking about George Floyd anymore. No one's talking about Breonna Taylor. We can take the archive, those black squares and (laughs) go back to casting crackhead number three. You know what I mean? So it's Mm -hmm. like, if y'all are going to, if y'all are really for real about it and y'all are going to make the change, put us, put us as the leads. You know, have a fat black girl lead. Why not? And don't make her the maid or the slave or the sassy best friend. If y'all really are about it, be about it. Exactly. Um, So I think that's that's that was my biggest thing with that Jenny Craig comment because I I've seen this so many waves of diversity (laughs) being cool. Like Lanisa and I, we moved in on the first wave. Right. Like oh my gosh, we about to be in the all black Dawson's Creek when everybody was doing the all black version of this and that. We're like, Mm -hmm. don't watch. We about to be. It's going to come out. I feel it. (laughs) But like, (laughs) literally, (laughs) literally, but like, I just didn't want them to treat, you know, our actual feelings and how, because we live through this on an everyday basis. And there's so many people that are even older than us, like generationally that have been on set when it was segregation, (laughs) you know, and there's so many that are like, literally like moms or grand, you know, like, grandmothers and things like that so i don't want the industry to go back and to take back on those promises of oh we're going to create more diversity and inclusion for not even just black people trans Mm -hmm. you know you know like trans performers artists or latinx community asian community you know what i'm saying south asian (laughs) community the native community like there's all lgbtqia plus like there are so many of us out here that need 
the op- we just need the opportunity, right? You know, but if the writers' room if they keep calling us in for these really shady things, and this is really predominantly for the journeyman actor, like I'm not talking about the celebrities, I'm talking about the people that are right. like, still doing self tapes, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, they're on the toilet trying to do a self tape for <laughs> in the wilderness, like Lanisa. You know, like we need to get those opportunities as well. So hopefully, this is not a fad. But, you know, I'm not holding my breath either. (laughs) Right. Right. I just hope, especially in the writer's room, I mean, like that's also the ability just to tell a story from your own experience. It can't come from a room of people that all look the same and all come from the same background. And you can't write for someone else's experience, which I think is something that, you know, maybe writers have wanted to believe for a long time, yeah. but that doesn't work. And so it's really important, I think, that it's rooted there. And so it's not then this just generalized crackhead number three audition where it's like, no, and it's also not just like a, okay, I'm the lead of the show, but this is nothing that represents, like, this is not true to a character at all right. that would be played. You can't just swap us in. Like, well, exactly. lead, so it's fine. It's like, yeah, but that's still, you're not telling my story. You just yes, yeah, swapped me in. That's not the same thing. I t- we totally agree. I think um, you guys know that the Academy just passed that new ordinance where there there has to be a specific amount of um, and it's not just gender based. It's also like right. LGBTQ and all of that, which is fantastic. So that is a step in the right direction, which is great. Do you think it's enough? No, 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 <laughs> no but we're I agree. I, we're, we're, get, we're getting there. So slowly but slowly (laughs) i think with like you know there with creators like lanisa and i for y'all that are giving us a platform right now to speak about this like there are a lot of people that are trying to make these moves as well um and i think it will happen it'll just take a little time but shout out to like Issa Rae right. and Ava DuVernay mm-hmm. and Oprah and like all these huge Lena Waithe and just so many, there are so many different creators right now that are doing it and they're about it and it's for us and it's by us and we celebrate them, hire us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. But like they're doing it and I think those are the ones that are going to break the floodgates open for the rest of us. And hopefully we can be a part of that change too. Right. Yeah. It's true sponsorship. It takes true allyship. It's like being okay with putting your ego behind and being like, you know what? I'm going to give this room to, you know, black women. I'm going to give this room Mm -hmm. to trans people to have Mm -hmm. this story told, even though this doesn't reflect who I am, Mm -hmm. but you have to have that true allyship and get over ego. Exactly. That far. Well, it's funny Mm -hmm. because for years, I mean, ever since everything's been able to be streamed, everyone keeps saying that there's this like, you can have a million things on television. There's something for everyone. And it's like, is, has there been? <laughs> has is there been? Yeah. Is there actually? Yeah. yeah. It's still very limited. You know, we got a lot, there's a lot of great shows in general, but is who, who's still uh, getting through that door is the question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's still on the other side, which is why, you know, Danielle and I, we really are excited about expanding what, we look like as artists, expanding what hashtag book looks like as a brand. Great, we started out doing cardigan sketches, but (laughs) what does that mean in terms of us having our own production company? What does that now mean in terms of us like having maybe a podcast? What does that mean in bigger things as well? And being able to have a voice in that direction as well. So I think it's about expanding the opportunity, not just like, well, look, there's a face on TV and it looks like you, so you should be fine now. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, behind that. Yeah. Yeah. You, guys, you guys are doing something right now with Pasadena Playhouse, right? Hashtag booked. Can you talk to us about it? What is it? <laughs> oh my God. Well, let me see. You want to talk about it? I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it. It's mm-hmm. so exciting. So Pasadena Playhouse, Danielle and I started a, it started as a, a uh, IG live series called Intermission with Hashtag Booked, which we were actually like, hey, we want to develop this into a podcast because we got a lot to say. Yeah. Um, it caught the attention of Pasadena Playhouse and they reached out to us because in this age of COVID, 
How do you keep up subscribers? How do you ensure that our subscriber base is still uh, involved? The theater so, is nowhere to be found right now. No theater. So no theater. I can't do any more Zoom plays right now. So <laughs> how do you make it still uh, alive and engaged? And they came up with, you know, uh, a brilliant proposal, which we are co-collaborators on and uh, also executive producers on to create um, a series, an interview series, intermission with hashtag book in which we deep dive into the lives of actors that you might see on the big screen, but that have also have a theater background. So the first one just was released on September 30th. We interviewed Alfred Molina um, and in person, which was insane. We went through, they, they were legit. We got COVID tests. They were the best. Congratulations. That's like such a huge, huge deal. Is it is it in front of a live audience? People can come and they're distanced or no? Okay. They're keeping so it's just you two and Alfred Molina at the Pasadena Playhouse. Where can we find it? You can find it on the Pasadena Playhouse uh site. So if you go to the Pasadena Playhouse website, it'll direct you how to get there. So yeah. yes, that's our first one. I am for one. Danielle already knows this that I'm marrying Alfred Molina. He's he doesn't know this yet. <laughs> let, let, let it go. Let, let it go. Let those dreams to person. You're my flower girl. girl. <laughs> hey, you got tons of time because no weddings are really going to be like booked right, until exactly. like next fall or 2022. <laughs> so got tons of time to put in the groundwork. You guys are invited to our wedding. Oh, um, thank you. Yay, God, perfect. Let it go. <laughs> I love him. Well, while we can all we can all laugh at the absurdity of what we do, but I do want to leave our listeners who may be dreamers and listening to this episode because they want to be actors and and I want to leave them with something um that that the positive side of it, something that we really enjoy about what we do because it is really fun when you're working and when you're in it or even if you're just in a great community of actors in a class or in a theater company there's something really magical about it so what do you have to say to anyone who's listening who wants to be an actor or who is currently an actor and not working right now and just needs to be reminded of like the beautiful side of it that we all love yeah this is, I mean, for me personally, like something I just tell my clients often, like the students that I teach for acting, it's, this is just a beautiful time to create. Um, if you think of all the amazing creations that happened during the 20s and the Depression and you know what I mean? Like all the Greek wars and those, those big plays that came out, this is our moment right now to create and it doesn't even though if it's especially for my theater actors that have lost like all the people on broadway and regional theaters right. and those that have lost the opportunity to be on stage and i i would encourage them to use this little phone right here to keep creating because there are so many other ways to stay literally in your imagination and also to have either people see it or for something for you to do for yourself. Like there are just so many like different ways that people I'm seeing people doing web series and zoom plays. I know Lisa had (laughs) talked about earlier and like learning new monologues or filming short films or other films. And there are still ways to stay creative. You want to just find your good community, follow us at hashtag booked. If you need any inspiration, Mm. or you just want to chat. You know, because I know it's really, it's really, really tough right now. And sometimes you get stagnant. You're like, well, I don't want to stay creative. I want to be in the bed. And that's okay, too. You know, don't beat yourself up because you may not be getting a ton of auditions because the reality is nobody's really getting a ton of auditions. And we don't know when this stuff is shooting and filming anyway. So don't beat yourself up at all. Like take it each day at a time and really nourish yourself and what you need for your creative self as well as your regular regular self. Mm-hmm. Right. That's probably my biggest advice. Yeah. And I would say to piggyback, just really observe, um, observing, mm-hmm. absorbing, and just being okay with taking this time to learn. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I started collecting vinyl and that's like, I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to learn how to do that. I'm going to learn what that means. Danielle got her plant babies now. And honestly, <laughs> They These do look great. Expand <laughs> us as artists. Like, how dare we think that being an artist just means you're on set? How dare you think being an artist means you're just, you know, only doing a certain thing, only on stage? Being an artist is 
who we are. So what else does that mean? How else can you bring those special skills to your artist's life and learn and observe from uh, what else you do in the world? And try something new. You know, if you never wrote before, try writing. You know, there are a ton of classes online. If you want to learn to act on camera, there's so many classes online. Masterclass, I think is $100 Mm -hmm. for the whole year. Do learn to do a cooking class, add some new skills to your special skills for real, for real, because this is the time to do it. Yep. (laughs) And how lovely for us to be able to create things that help others learn, help others grow, help others escape when they need to escape. That's something that is so lovely about being an artist is what we create not only helps us and helps us grow, but it in turn helps a ton of other people out there. And that's a really wonderful thing. Yeah. And we might make a little money while we do it, too, which is great. Exactly. That part. (laughs) (laughs) That part. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Obviously, our for our listeners, you guys can go to Instagram. You guys are at hashtag booked. And Correct. then find you on YouTube as well. Um, is there any other places our listeners can find you or that, that you're besides the Pasadena Playhouse as well for your series that you're doing? Our main hub is IG. You know, we do a lot of our stuff on there. Obviously, we'll keep up to date with that as we expand and share great news that we hope to release soon. Ooh, but yeah, main, our main area is on, uh, on Instagram. And what are your personal Instagrams in case people just, you know, love you so much they want to follow all of it? <laughs> go ahead, Lenisa. Go ahead. Go I'm ahead. At, uh, at Lenisa Frederick, which uh, I have to say thank you, Danielle, for the longest <laughs> I was not at that. It was complicated. And she was like, will you change your damn ID? Just <laughs> your name? And I was like, fine. At <laughs> <Lenisa> Frederick. <laughs> and um, people can find me at Body Courage if they need any kind of body positivity or just a smile on their face. That's where I'm at on my personal. <laughs> I love it. It's been so nice to sit down and just like talk with fellow artists and be together and hang, even though it's virtually. You guys are so inspiring and awesome. We love you. Well, I could just hang out with the two of them for hours. I feel like they are so much fun. And now we're virtual friends, <laughs> which is really exciting. Um, Candace, what is something that you've taken away from this conversation that you feel like will help in future auditions that, well, I guess you're not really auditioning that much right now because you're pregnant. I'm not. I mean, honestly, this made me feel more of a part of the industry than I have in a long time. Um, I am not auditioning at the moment because I'm about to have a baby. And usually you're just kind of not really welcomed in. But what's nutty to me are all these stories when people like when when women are like, oh, yeah, I was like five months pregnant and got booked to do this like bikini shot on, you know, where I'm playing in this episode of, you know, Miami SVU. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like I, it, for every time where I'm telling myself like nobody works when they're pregnant and nobody works during a pandemic, I just keep seeing things like pop up. But I am not working at the moment. So this was a true <laughs> delight to have a conversation about being an actor because it kind of reminded me like between my pregnancy brain and just like not feeling myself and the pandemic. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is something that I do. Like this is like my job and career that I've chosen. Like this is cool. This is fun. Um, so it really was uh, wonderful to be able to have this conversation. And you crack me up with your audition stories every time. Like, I mean, there's so many guys. I'm one of those that have like gone in for so many commercials, so many movies, so many everything, even voiceover auditions. And like, I I love the audition process. I've always really enjoyed it. But it's different now in 2020. And I mean, yeah, I just feel an overall sense of inspiration after talking to Lenisa and Danielle because they have such a good mindset. And one thing that really struck me about them is their work ethic is so it's I just really respect it because they are not only are they classically trained, which you're right, Candace, you and I are not, but they um, are mastering voiceover they're creating their own content on their instagram page they're in tv shows in movies doing commercials i mean they run the full gauntlet of what it means to be entertainers and i just respect them so much and think they have figured out a way to make this pandemic uh, to find inspiration throughout this pandemic and so i'm taking that with me and i'm gonna run with it and every my next audition that comes in i'm gonna think of them and their mindset and mentality 
um, because they're really inspiring. If you have any more questions about acting or auditioning, don't hesitate to ask us on our social media at Candice Kayla. Um, also, don't hesitate to reach out to Lanisa and Danielle um, via their social media at hashtag booked. Um, we also want to remind you guys that we have a Patreon page. If you would like to join us and be a Patreon member, um, you can support this podcast. You get exclusive bonus episodes every week where it's it's usually Kayla and I chatting at like nine o'clock at night. She might have a cocktail. I will have a cocktail in a few months from now. That's um, in right. hand when we start. Uh, I hate drinking alone <laughs> in the future. All you got to do is go to patreon.com, search directionally challenged, and you can join and become a member for exclusive discount codes, um, merch blast. And um, again, these really, really fun bonus episodes that we've been recording. So thank you guys so much for joining us this week. Uh, have a wonderful week. Stay safe, be healthy, and we'll have an all new episode of Directionally Challenged waiting for you a week from now. I don't know. Next Monday. No. That's a week perfect. From now. Okay. It's okay. You're directionally challenged. I get Ugh, it. God. Can we cut now? <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 